0: She really don't. She do. So she wasn't the first one. James, nobody look. You were a five-year-old kid. You don't have to worry about no Bianca. Yes, I do. She my girl. James. She my girl, bro.
1: And that's on life. Of all, no. That's on life, mama. James, first that's on life. That's on life.
0: That's on life, mama. That's on life, mama. Don't don't call me your bro.
1: Second of all, James, She's love because now you. She really don't. That's not. She did. That's how you support your girl? That's how you see your mom? Okay. That's on life, mama. That's own life.
2: Hey, I mean. It's love. Yes. <laughs> He's clearly going places.
0: The South Congress Podcast is a lifestyle show that sometimes crosses over into mature territory. The views expressed are those of the hosts and guests who come from different backgrounds and experiences. Listener discretion is advised.
1: This is South Congress Podcast, Episode 71. My name is Cameron. I'm uh, Peanut. So, Episode 71 was going to be last week. Mm-hmm. We uh, ran into maybe an issue or two. That might have slowed down the creative process,
2: oh, just a little, little issue
1: we'll uh we'll get to that that yeah. that's coming mm-hmm. in top um how have you been, sir?
2: been all right um I mean like, like you know about um actually that weekend, uh, my niece went back, and I also got um wait not again no, yeah, no everything's been fine. How about you? <laughs> you had to think about it yeah I to think about um
1: we'll talk about it
2: we'll get
0: oh, there oh, that's right um
1: yeah. so. I mean, I guess we can kinda of go over the things we were gonna talk about last week, mm-hmm. and then we can work up to this week. Yep. The biggest thing, um US women's national soccer team won the gold medal mm-hmm. two to one against the Netherlands. Um, probably outside of that one World Cup where uh gosh, I forget the black kid's name, but he was these these for France, I wanna say or he's I think he's playing for Italy. Mm-hmm. Um the name's always escaped me. He was busting ass. Um outside of that, like this is probably the first time I've watched a soccer match start to finish. Bell to bell, whistle to whistle, gun to gun, whatever they blow. Um yeah, just just fantastic to see, fantastic to witness. Um you know, we're Americans and America. there's this idea that like rooting for the underdog is like so cool and that's American. It's really not we're not American, or We're not underdogs. We're Americans. We have the most resources, the most money, built off the backs of slaves. So we should be the best at everything. So watching dominance is fun. Um, yeah. You know, I think it was great that, you know, this is a team that faced so much backlash because they are very anti-establishment, the establishment being old and male and white. Um, those are not their ideals. It's not what they represent. For them to face adversity from their own, like, countrymen who are rooting for, like, England to beat them. England of all countries. Exactly. To to watch them dominate and just be unrepentant and unforgiving and confident and brash and arrogant. I love it. um, Because when you're the best at something, to me, that's how you should carry yourself. Um, so yeah, I just thought it was fantastic and, uh, salute to the U S women's national team. Um, you know, just for being themselves for being dominant, um, and for coming through on their promise, I think is the biggest thing. So yeah, just salute to them, man. Um, did, did you watch any of that?
2: Uh, just a little bit of it. I mean, I, I didn't get too much time. I mean, cause again, I had a family in town, so, but mm. I definitely have my eye on it. I
1: can, I can hear you. I'm right here with you. You talk to me like I'm six feet from you.
2: No, I, I am. Okay. I just naturally... <laughs> you naturally, just... I just yeah. naturally... That's how I talk. I'm witnessing oh, you yell like...
1: You're good. You're good. My bad. Um, so you only saw like parts of that?
2: I, I saw bits and parts of it, but I mean, I was definitely watching that. And then um, I also send a lot of my shit. I was splitting time between that and the Gold Cup.
1: You watched the Gold Cup. You, were you ready for Mexico?
2: Absolutely. <laughs> Mexico's is busting their ass. Oh, of course, but then yeah. like it just sucks once again the World Cup, it's like they just kind of fall apart. I don't get it. I don't get it. I hope they get their shit together.
1: They're pushing for the women to get paid as much as the U.S. men. I think mm-hmm. they said by winning the uh, by winning the World Cup, each woman. Took home about two hundred and fifty thousand dollars.
2: that's it.
1: If um, I'm not sure if that was just for the single gamers for the entire tournament, I'm but sure it had to be a game. If the men won, mm-hmm. it would have been one point one million per player. Um, to me, I, I don't know the viewership numbers. Like, I but I, I this is what I know: Nike started selling the women's uh, jerseys
0: mm-hmm.
1: in men's sizes and sold out. Like American fans are behind this team. Man woman mineral a vegetable. Um and I'm like I I don't know the logistics of it. I don't know who watches what, what but I'd rather watch the women.
2: What, what I understand was um because they actually had some numbers and I, I don't I don't exactly remember what it was. I think it was the the last men's world cup. Mm-hmm. I think with the with with the view, like with the money they brought in. Mhm. They brought in six. I think it was like six point six billion.
1: Now this is the World Cup. or This is the the American no, team.
2: Th- this is the world. The whole World Cup. Okay, thing. I yeah. got you. And yeah, so yeah. with the Women's World Cup, mm. only brought in hundred thirty one million.
1: Million? Yes. Yeah. Six billion two hundred thirty one million. Yeah. Well, there you go.
2: And and, and, and again, I, I absolutely agree. I I, mm. I feel like the women should get paid as much, maybe even more, because they actually win. That they, they they you know they're showing out, but. What, what? If, if
1: there's that big of a discrepancy mm-hmm. in the money brought in, then there's only so much money to give. Like I yes. get that.
2: Yeah, exactly.
1: Now, I would ask how, how what percentage of those people are watching the American men play because they're mid.
2: Because mm-hmm. that's because
1: that's a big I, part of it too. Like who's watching you? Like I remember, you know, what was it about and eight the, years ago? We were all watching Brazil.
2: Well, they actually pulled numbers too, and the numbers actually shown that the men actually did, does get more viewership than the women do, which is crazy, because the, the men, like you said, the men are very mid. I I, I personally don't care too much for them. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm not going to root against them, but I just don't really care too much for them, because I feel like they cry and bitch more than actually play. Yeah. So,
1: But if they're bringing in more money, they should make more money. I don't know mm-hmm. if it should be four times as much, unless four times as many people are watching, but...
2: Yeah. Again, like that—that'd I mean, be insane. The they, they, they do it, but like the the way they do the money, like I said, is, is a World Cup as a whole, and so with the men's tournament, it was like six point six billion versus like the women's one hundred thirty one. If they,
1: if they split it out evenly by country based on viewership, then okay, I yeah. get that. Um, so yeah, sticking on sports, mm-hmm. let's talk. And it's kind of cool that we waited because this ball didn't drop until after we met. Let's talk about. Kawhi, the evil genius. Um, (laughs) So Kawhi Leonard went from last summer being, you know, finishing top two in the MVP race a year before Mm -hmm. to wanting out of San Antonio to basically being sent to the last place in the world you'd ever win Toronto Mm -hmm. to winning a championship to being the last ball to drop in free agency. Mm -hmm. Um, The last important one. Yeah, absolutely. So basically what happens is this. It's supposed to be a three-team race between the Lakers, the Clippers, and the Raptors, right? Yep. You get word that he's not interested in joining L.A. as long as LeBron's there, which is not disrespect to LeBron, but it's kind of a, you know, I've been part of... uh, I've been the face of a team where I came behind David Robinson, Tim Duncan, Mauna Ginobili, and Tony Parker. Mm-hmm. Like, I know what that's like. Yeah. Um, I've been in Toronto where their very best player ever, um, and I argue about Vince Carter and DeRozan, but their very best player ever was traded for me. Um, you know, I took this team to the promised land. So I know what it's like to be next. I know what it's like to be first. Right. Yep. So you hear that he doesn't want to be a Laker. Then all of a sudden, not only is he a Clipper, but Paul George is a Clipper. And you're like, wait, yeah, what happened? Yeah, that's crazy. Yeah. So apparently before he signed, he reached out to Kevin Durant. used to be in Kawhi Leonard. Mm-hmm. And was like, hey, you know, I, um, I know we're not the best of friends. I really do appreciate your game. I wonder if you'd be interested in team- teaming up with me in L.A. And Kevin Durant was, like, kind of shocked and taken aback by it because he was like, you know, we're not, you know, for him to reach out to me out of nowhere um, and ask me to join this team, you know, a guy I don't really know. Like, it's really flattering. It says a lot. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And he let him know that he'd already committed to going to Brooklyn because him and Kyrie worked that out. He's like, okay. So then he reaches out to Paul George. And Paul George walks in Sam Presti's office and is like, hey, um, I'd like to be traded. So now Kawhi Leonard and Paul George, both, you know, under 30 years old, two of the very best defenders in the game, guys who can give you 30 a game if asked, join a core that's like them, Pat Beverly, Lou Williams, guys who pushed Golden State to seven games. Right? Yep. So that happens. We already talked about uh, KD and Kyrie, mm-hmm. LeBron and Anthony Davis, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Um, and then you still have Golden State, who now have D'Lo. Um, so uh, D'Angelo Russell. So him, Steph, Clay, Draymond. You know, depending on health, you have that team. See, like, and then Miami has Jimmy Butler.
0: And and still so it's in. like,
1: you know, Philly still has Ben Simmons, Joel Embiid, um, a lot of stacked teams. And then you start to get these rumblings about Houston making a move. And it's like, well, what the hell is Houston going to do? Like, we know Chris Paul and James Harden seem to have some issues. But, you know, what are they going to do? So James Harden, who typically holds the ball 16, 17 seconds per possession, now has a new point guard that's an old point guard they traded chris paul for russell westbrook and the chances are chris paul's never going to play a minute for okc
2: well that's what they were saying that uh basically that he's they're probably going to trade him and the the team right now that has i guess like the i guess the what's what i'm looking for Best chance or inside yeah. track? Yes, uh, together would be Miami, and that Miami is actually pushing for Chris Paul. You know, shout out, Briss. You know, you're about to get a hell of a point guard, buddy. Yeah, um, if that does happen.
1: Jimmy Butler and Chris Paul are going to punch each other in the face or beat up the rest of the locker room. <laughs> so we'll have to see about that. And but they're yeah. going to
2: go 40 and 42.
1: How Russell Westbrook and James Harden are going to coexist as players? Because I mean, they're good friends. Yeah, but how they're going to coexist as players? I have absolutely no idea.
2: Well, there won't be a look of defense being played, that's for sure.
1: My favorite player
2: is playing for my
1: least favorite team now. Such is life. (laughs) We've we've had a couple of summers, man. We've had a couple of summers.
2: This Um, is all done by Kawhi Leonard.
1: Yeah, yeah. Um, And and again, salute to the guy for for making all this happen. Um,
2: No, but it's pretty jacked up. Because uh, I know I linked in that, that little video clip of him at, um I guess, like that Nickelodeon Kids Sports Choice Awards or whatever the hell that... Little.
1: He didn't seem to want to be there.
2: No, that's what I'm saying. And, like, it's like what people don't understand is that, or at least, and this is the, the, the fucked up thing, like, he moved back to L.A. only be close to family. That's it.
1: He's not worried about the limelight. No, yeah.
2: he, he's not worried about the limelight. He don't want... The cameras. He don't want you know the spotlight. He, want he wants that
1: to shit. win at basketball.
2: Yeah, that's what he wants to do. He wants yeah. to win and he wants to hang out. You know, be close to family and that's it. And you can definitely respect that. And then it was like the nerve of that lady in that video where she was like, "Uh, it's not that hard." Mm. It's like, bitch, if you don't get to take an uppercut under your gentrified chin. Yeah, let's not hit women. So true. Wh- who's but your? If you had done that, I, I would have been like, okay. Who's your
1: Eastern Conference favorite right now?
2: Uh, really doesn't matter because that's not what I asked. Uh. I really don't I would say he's still Milwaukee.
1: I still like Milwaukee too. Yeah. Um
2: whoever comes out of the East ain't gonna do I, shit. I, I don't but. think
1: that can we we have to build to these things. Oh um I don't think that Brooklyn is gonna have Kevin Durant next year. So I would say until he's there, they're not <laughs> You're just gonna scratch your shirt on the shirt. Just wait. Just My bad. <laughs> No, but I, I don't think that um, Brooklyn's going to have him next year. And so I think they're still a year away. Um, I think that... Oh, that's going to hurt. Um, I don't know who oh, all Miami, Miami's pieces are. Uh, Milwaukee, I, I think that Giannis is going to get better.
2: Yep, Yeah, um, so at this point.
1: Yeah, he's he's still so young. Yeah, You know, very he's young. He's like 23. Mm-hmm. Um, he's going to get better, for, you know, fresh off an MVP season. Um, so, yeah, I'd, I'd say in order, Milwaukee, Philly, then everybody else.
2: Yeah, um, really don't matter outside of those two teams.
1: Who do you like in the West?
2: Uh, As much as I love my Spurs, I'm going to say the Clippers, I mean.
1: <laughs> I like I like the Lakers right now what um i like the lakers right at now.
2: what um at checkers they have
1: lebron james Dominoes? they have anthony davis okay um like lebron james did not have another scorer last year and they were in every game until but, he got hurt
2: but it's also pretty clear that lebron's not there really to hoop in la and you know that's fine too
1: but i, I disagree with that like if you look at until they shut him down, if you look at his stat line, it was still like twenty five, seven and seven. Like motivations aside, mm-hmm. when the game's on, he's still the best at the game. Yeah. Um, early, I like I like them because I think that uh, now they have two guys who can score twenty five a game, like it's nothing. Um, and I, I kind of like the guys that they've put there as far as, uh, as far as role players. Um, again, it's hard to root against Kawhi, but my, in order right now, I would say Lakers, Clippers, Golden State, and then everybody else. Yeah. We'll kind of go from there. So it's going to be an interesting season. Well, um,
2: I don't even know how much Golden State's going to do because Durant's gone. Klay Thompson's probably not going to play this season either. He's not going to play exactly. much of it. And I like pe- Stephen
1: D'Lo, but. And but
2: yeah. they're, they're, they're saying that D'Lo may get traded.
1: Yeah. Because uh, they, they uh, might
2: need another piece. That's what I'm saying, and you know it, it's like, oh. I, I, I really think the the Warriors like they might have just fallen apart.
1: Uh, the Lakers signed Boogie. That's what I like. Yeah. Um, because I, I don't or think we got Bo- again. No,
2: he's starting. Oh, he's starting. Oh, the, shit, okay. the thing I
1: didn't like. Well, not didn't like, but you know, Boogie was coming off an injury, going into Golden State. Yeah. Um, coming off an injury, going back into the playoffs is why he had no lift. Like, I like that. I think I think they're going to be okay.
2: Um, but you know it's crazy? What is crazy? As crazy as this sounds, I really felt like the Spurs should have made like a hard push for Dwight Howard.
1: I, I, yeah. I would and have liked them having another big. Yeah yes, there. a true okay. big
2: because the Spurs haven't had a true big since David Robinson retired. LA is
1: absolutely a stretch four.
2: Yes. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you put him at like he's a true five. Mm-hmm. That definitely helps out LaMarcus Aldridge.
1: Absolutely. And, Unless he has to do down in the paint.
2: And, yeah. you know, like I said, you can get him for like the vet minimum. Mm-hmm. And if he pans out, you look like a genius. Mm-hmm. If he doesn't pan out, well, hey, oh, well, that's all right. Like, you know, we pretty much like you, you know, you didn't spend much money.
1: Yeah. So, Anything I mean, else you want to talk about in sports before we get off that? Mm, no, it's about it. Let's take a break and then we'll talk about some current events, entertainment stuff. All right. Okay. <laughs>
0: South Congress and the Pro Wrestling Torch East Coast Cast have two online stores to buy shirts, hoodies, stickers, mugs, notebooks, and more. Visit RedBubble.com and TeePublic.com and search Seahawk to see all of the merchandise. We run specials every few weeks, so join the South Congress and East Coast Cast Facebook fan pages for all the details on our online specials and promotions.
1: How many sex tapes are you hiding right now?
2: That I'm personally starring?
1: That's not what I asked.
2: Oh. Uh, none?
1: (laughs) (laughs) I think they finally got R. Kelly, man. I think they finally got R. Kelly. Apparently, his associates were holding out 20 plus sex tapes of him with underage girls.
2: Wouldn't that also put them in trouble as well? I think it is. I think
1: everybody's,
2: everybody's like, going basically down. he
1: stopped paying them, so they dropped the tapes. What a bunch of pieces of shit.
2: Oh, yeah. No, they're done. But yeah, Especially, um, like, you know, money being exchanged like that. Like, if it's, if that's, like, hush money for not, not leaking that stuff, yeah. They're, they're not the heroes that, they're, that they think they're going to be. Nah, you're going, you're getting locked up with him, too.
1: Yeah. Let me see if I can find the exact story. Um Yeah, R. Kelly was arrested in Chicago on Thursday. He's currently behind bars because of members of his inner circle. Enablers and former employees reportedly handed over more than 20 videos of the disgraced R&B singer having sex with underage girls, according to TMZ. Um, The tapes reportedly feature multiple victims, and the evidence can help build a case the feds are currently building against R. Kelly. Um, The video helps secure indictments for sex crimes the singer is being accused of. So yeah. Um I, I'm not sure if we wanna keep having the same conversation we've been having because I think we've kind of stretched out this R. Kelly thing.
0: Mm-hmm. Like the
1: biggest thing was it was, you know, a coordinated effort over years and years and years to protect this guy who was, you know, feeding people. It's like he was evil at Trails Prewell. <laughs> Like he had a, a bunch of mouths to feed, yeah. So, yeah, he um, employees and families of these girls who thought that money was worth their children's innocence. A lot of people are at fault here. Um, I don't really like having the conversation about well, everybody needs to go down because they do. But I think when we have that conversation, people avoid having the conversation about R. Kelly. R. Kelly needs to go down worse than anybody, and everybody else needs to go down. Like, I think it's important to say that part first. Like, Dracula needs to go down before all the henchmen vampires do. And, but they all need to go down.
2: Yeah, absolutely. We
1: just want to burn him at the biggest stake. <laughs> Let's just make sure we do that. But yeah, man, it looks like this is all finally kind of coming to a close, which is good. You hate that money, like you look at Jeffrey Epstein— like, money is just allowing you to do anything that you want to do. If you have enough money, um, you can literally get away with anything, whatever vice you have, you can rock with it. Like, that's that's the long and short of it.
2: Yeah, and, I mean, and it's crazy because now it's like the feds are pretty much like, hey, like, if you ever rode in a plane with Jeffrey, we want to talk to you. Because I, I guess now allegedly it's coming out that a lot of these underage... Um, like, you know, these underage girls mm-hmm. that were being raped were on these planes. And r- I think that rode on the plane with them a couple times was our current president and also Bill Clinton, which is like, oh, shit. Like, you know, that'll be interesting to see how all that unfolds because, I mean, obviously, like, it that's just the beginning. Mm-hmm. And someone like him, who's not going to be used to that kind of prison lifestyle, he's going to start talking. So, which means I'm pretty sure there's a whole bunch of people that are involved. Like, they are... This is a bunch of white-collar people who are scared shitless right now.
1: <laughs> Sex makes people do crazy things. Oh, absolutely. Um, like, buy women's bathwater. water. I want to talk about Belle Delphine a <laughs> little yeah, bit. Sure. So, um, is she... Okay, I know she has a premium snap. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming she's on Instagram, on YouTube, you know.
2: Oh, I'm sure she's on every, all the platforms, Every platform yeah. that
1: yeah. you can... ogle a woman.
2: Definitely going to capitalize on it.
1: Um, So, she came up with the idea, I'm sure, after she got a nasty DM or comment, that she would sell her bathwater. Yep. At $30 a pop.
2: I think it was 30 or 39 yeah.
1: So... I think her bathwater sold out. Like, I think (laughs) people were genuinely buying her bathwater and were disappointed to find out that it was not actually bathwater because one of them happened to be a scientist and tested it, and there was no human DNA in the water.
2: Yeah, there's no sorry creep. Yeah, (laughs) sorry perv. No skin cells, and then what do you say? There's also no um, like fecal matter in it. There's like nothing. It was literally just pure water.
1: Yeah, I mean. I, I don't think they were, like, I think there's false advertising, but sometimes it's oh, false she, she, advertising. Oh, she can
2: definitely get sued for that. But it's
1: false advertising for the sake of decency. True. Like, I don't think you can actually sue her for not selling her bathwater. Like, yeah, there's not,
2: she advertised it.
1: You can sue anybody for anything, mm-hmm. but you can't, like, you can't sue McDonald's for the content of a Chicken McNugget. Like, you can, but you can't. It's 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 a baseless lawsuit
2: because there's no but
1: listen there's literally no benefit to somebody selling you their their bath water no absolutely It doesn't have like nutrition facts that aren't real like yeah. you know those fruit snacks like those Welch's fruit snacks that we love they don't actually have any fruit in them they're just colored sugar yeah that's different like somebody <laughs> could say I thought it was fruit and like I thought that all of a sudden I'm fat like her selling just plain water.
2: I, I, I think she could, uh, mainly because of the way she advertised that it was her actual bathwater and this is what the consumer was actually expecting to receive, which, again, that's pretty creepy and is disgusting. I don't know why you'd want anybody's bathwater, you know, kind of thing. But I, I think on that grounds, like she could because she sold something that. She obviously, you know, that she advertised, but obviously it wasn't it wasn't what it, what she was advertising is what she sold them. So I, I think on that on those grounds she could, but like everything else you're talking about, like like nutrition and health benefit, yeah. If she
1: like, you ran know, her bath and put a cup under the faucet, true, and poured it in a bottle, it's her bath water. True, like
2: you know okay, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. As long if as you she's it like not that, like yeah, yeah. She, she can do that. She can. Definitely I mean, say it's that. just
1: it's just so, but again people are creeps um we didn't even get to talk about the guy that lost his girlfriend
2: oh because, what a simp <laughs> because of the bad
1: water and like i don't want to read the whole story because it's a super long story
2: just uh summarize it
1: basically he was one of her uh either one of her patrons or one of her I think uh, he's
2: not premium snapchat
1: yeah one of her premium snap subscribers mm-hmm. and they talked and you know flirted and had conversations and exchanged selfies yeah changed pictures he would tell her about the problems with his girlfriend he told her you know your girlfriend doesn't deserve you I think you're a great guy like I I feel a connection to you this and that he bought her bathwater. his girlfriend found out girlfriend broke up with him he tried to explain this story to uh, Belle Delphine who all of a sudden stopped returning his messages and ghosted him and didn't talk to him anymore
2: yep and he also bought her something from her Amazon wish list, mm-hmm. which he brought up and he offered. You know, She I, didn't ask him.
1: You, knew, you know who I feel bad for? Who? Her for not charging him more. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, again, like we don't all come up the same way. Mm-hmm. But I was taught from a very young age that like there's no sex in the champagne room. Strippers might like you. Like, it's possible. Yeah. It's also possible to... They may want to rob you as well. Yeah, it's also possible to dig underneath the floor of this apartment and find gold. <laughs> it's a possibility. <laughs> it doesn't mean, like, there's a remote chance that it's probably going to happen. Like, you know, the strippers are selling a drink. Like, okay, you've yep. been to, like, Six Flags. Yeah. Have you been to Disney?
2: Uh, Disneyland in California when I was like six or seven years old, yeah.
1: I remember going to Ninja Turtles live as a kid. I mm-hmm. thought it was the most fascinating thing ever. Um, I don't believe they were fighting crime. Like, I'm a huge pro wrestling fan. Pro wrestling, you know, has maybe paid a bill or two in my life from covering it. Yeah. I know they're not fighting. Like, I'm aware of that. They're putting on a show for me. They want to entertain me. And then when the lights come on, everybody goes home and everybody's happy. Yeah. Just because those things don't involve my dick doesn't make them different from things that do involve my dick. (laughs) Like, strippers don't like me. I know this.
2: Like I almost got robbed by one.
1: Listen. They are performing a service. They're selling a dream. Oh, I know. No, no, I know you know. But but what I'm saying is like, we know. They're selling a dream. It's the same thing with a premium snap. Same thing on IG. Same thing on YouTube. Same thing on Twitter. If this is not somebody you interact with when they're not on the clock, they don't love you like that. Nope. Nope me tell I'm
2: telling they love your
1: wallet I'm telling you this now they love audience your paypal they love because your venmo I care about you because we shouldn't all have to find this out in our 20s yeah. we should know as children that this is what it is Chick-fil-A employees don't really like you I'm sure they call you all kinds of raggedy bitches once they get home and take off their cult uniform I'm
2: sure but yeah let's let's just I've always wa- I've always wanted to uh apply at chick-fil-a and go mm. undercover and and see how the process goes and why everybody's so my pleasure and all that shit i've always considered that
1: it's it's definitely drugs um <laughs> so <laughs> let's take one more break okay and then i did this on purpose I, I wanted to make people wait because we have a story to tell
2: oh and i do too
1: okay well, well, we'll
2: we can do mine first mine's less important <laughs>
1: we'll do that. Alright, so let's take a quick break and then we'll get to the main event of this show. Yep.
0: Want to support the show? Want a specific topic, comic, show, or movie discussed? Supporting the South Congress podcast on Patreon allows you to dictate the conversation. Visit com slash seahawk for details on how you can support and guide the show.
1: So you have a story to tell?
2: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Okay, tell. let's hear your story.
2: No, so it's crazy. So I really thought like a lot of like the Twitter hate and online and stuff is bullshit. Oh because, yeah, yeah, because yeah. I, I've never really experienced it or you know myself. So um, uh, this past week, I got two pairs of shoes in, one for myself, one for my nephew. I got myself uh, the ugly Chris, Christmas sweater, um, uh, dunks from Nike. I got my nephew the Air Max uh, Be True, the, the Pride Month um, release. Mm. Okay, um, both shoes are awesome. Both had awesome boxes. I liked my nephew's shoe box a lot more. Pretty dope. Dope pair of shoes. And so I I just put online and literally put on Twitter and said, had to hook my nephew up as well. He was excited once he opened the package from UPS. Put hashtag Nike, hashtag be true. Thought nothing of it. Okay? That night, uh, you know, shit, just notifications going off. I got to the point where I had to like just put that bitch on off kind of thing. And there were some people I mean, I'm pretty sure there are people or bots. I'm pretty sure it's kind of both. Um, but there's a lot of there it was kind of half and half, but more people like really upset that a pair of shoes with like rainbow colors on it could trigger somebody. Never knew that. Like there was really people like there's there's someone that came to my neck and basically said like they hoped that I was not allowed why don't to coach. You,
1: why don't you read the comments? I'll
2: re- I will read the comments. You know what I'm gonna do? That's a great idea. Okay. Uh where is it at? Where's his ass at? Um where's it at? Where's it at? Where's it at? From this guy, Jax JXX712. What a sellout piece of shit. I sincerely hope that this guy is not allowed to coach or be around children alone. A real threat. Huh. Um somebody said they're ugly, garbage. Question, so you can't have colonial American flag shoes because a half black man that doesn't know history thinks it's offensive, but you can sell rainbow shoes. I didn't sell anything. Promoting LGBTQ to children, I guarantee more people are offended by rainbow shoes than the American history ones. Well, Brandy328, I didn't sell nobody nothing. Or
1: well, she was talking about Nike. Oh. But, yet instilled still, you don't sell True. LGBTQ to kids, because those kids are just LGBTQ. Because yeah. <laughs> it's not <laughs> it's not like selling liquor to them. Like they they just are. So okay.
2: Yeah, like I said, it's just crazy, and it was just like I was just kind of like you know like what in the fuck? Like it's it's just you know seeing all this shit or whatever. Um, I have less than a hundred followers on Twitter, but I have six thousand three hundred thirty four views on this video alone. <laughs>
1: I mean, I, I mean, you know, like we um yesterday just wrapped up uh the first season of I just want to tell stories a a new podcast that's going to be a part of the South Congress Network um ten episodes audio and video with our buddy Joe Anderson Jr. um interviewing. Ten creatives, um, actors, writers, uh, painters, sculptors, uh, visual Sculpting. artists. Um, there's a guy who made a bowl of ramen noodles the size of a quarter. And he sculpted it. It's ridiculous. What the fuck? Um, <laughs> just, just some of the craziest stuff. Wow. Um, we finished that, but Joe's biggest thing was like, look, there are queer artists of color that people need to know about. And I'm like, yeah, they absolutely do. Like, this is this is our community. These are our brothers and sisters. These are us. Like, mm-hmm. we need to make sure people know about this. So, just shout out to Joe. Like, that's gonna be fun to come out. But yeah, like these. It, when you listen to these stories, like these are not people who were like, oh, I was abused as a kid and now I like men. These are successful people who were like, no. Yeah, I knew I was gay when I was six, and here's what happened between six and 16, all these positive things, and this is why at 26, I'm this way. You know, it's not an epidemic or a disease. It's people being people. But yeah, I won't, that'll come out when it comes out. Um, great Kind of like a, like
2: a positive television show.
1: It's just a, a great show with talented people who were yeah. successful and happen to be, you know, queer people of color. Mm-hmm. you know and in some cases are inspired because they are queer people of color like it's it's an important conversation to
2: have yeah absolutely. um shout so right. out to
1: joe yes. that was the good part of of my <laughs> last two weeks
2: so the bad part
1: let's tell a story okay go for it so you know faye tells me cameron your maybe biggest plus but also biggest minus is that you think everybody's a good person Exactly You assume this you, you're, you're nice to everybody You talk to everybody And you think that because You're good to people People are going to be good to you Yep um, So it, you, you kind of have to tell the story backwards For it to make the, the most sense You come over last Sunday Ready to record um, We're getting into We're kind of getting into the mix
0: mm-hmm.
1: And you're like Hey where's your car? I'm like, what? Go outside. I don't see my car. And then I'm like, oh, let me get my keys. So I'll just hit the horn. Can't find my keys either. So <laughs> Sunday turns into, you know, right after the women win the World Cup,
2: it's a joyous occasion. Really quick, once
1: yeah, hour. it's like, where's the car? And we can't find it. And we don't know where it is. We we scour the apartment complex. And we go to, uh, you know, I file a police report. I'm like, yo, my car's is not here. We do the whole police report thing. So let's rewind because the police report's kind of a good time to kind of go about it. So mm-hmm. it's Saturday. Um, I don't really have anything going on. You know, Faye had just come back in town uh, the week before from being in Florida and being in Houston. So we're like, we're going to spend a day together. Um, we end up talking to... Our friend Crystal about hanging out. She's like, oh, my um my best friend or husband and their kid are in town. I have my daughter, so we were going to, like, hang out at your pool. We were like, okay, bet. That's cool. So we all meet up at the pool, and, like, I'm walking the dog beforehand, and I see my neighbor. And she's setting up a birthday party. And she was like, hey, like, you guys should come out. We're, um... We have my mother's 50th birthday. I was like, oh, okay, cool. And, you know, I've talked to this neighbor. Like, she's cool. She goes to the college I work at. Um she's just nice. Like, she is a cool dog. Like, her dogs have, have done the, the get-to-know-you thing. So, just, you know, cool times. Like, all right, you know, we're all going to be out there. You know, we'll get with y'all later. So, uh, days winding down. We end up uh, all meeting at the little birthday party. Like, I introduce... Faye and our friends to them I meet their friends everybody's cool I meet the mom Um, everybody's hanging out having a good time like me and the mom are taking tequila shots like it's it's all fun right so as the night goes on everybody's partying and drinking listening to music Uh, we have like a birthday cake fight you know um, Faye ends up cooking for our friend and her daughter and so we're like back and forth in the apartment, going outside, hanging out, coming in, eating, watching movies, everything. Um, so at some point between the, the cake fight and the movies, my keys were gone because uh, I didn't have them after that, far as I knew. And so filed the report on Sunday. I'm looking I'm searching Craigslist to see if anybody's trying to sell the car. <laughs> um, you know, I'm, I'm driving around the city, hitting the spare key, trying to see if a horn goes off. I'm looking in places where, you know, it might be inconspicuous. Like I'm like full dark wing duck at this point. So there's this site called, uh, oh, and I should say, um, all my friends are like, whoa, it has to be somebody who was at that party. Like who was around you? You know, they're watching, they see you. And I'm like, okay, you know, Mm -hmm. maybe, may not be. Like, I don't know, right? There's a site called autoreturn.com. Autoreturn.com is absolutely sponsoring this episode. Um, (laughs) They're the real MVPs. And here's why. So I'm checking that site every day, right? Mm-hmm. I type in the, the VIN on the car. I'm typing in the license plate. Nothing, nothing, nothing. Monday happens, there's nothing. Tuesday happens, there's nothing. Wednesday morning at about 11 o'clock, I run the search and the car is found. It was towed by the police. It's at the tow shop. So I call the tow shop. And I'm like, hi, um, my name is Cameron Hawkins. I believe you have my car. We go over some information. Like, yeah, you can come get it. And I'm like, well, do you like have any information about how the car got there? The guy tells me he's like, yo, all I know is they arrested a guy driving the car. I was like, okay, bet. So I call everybody. I'm talking to my mom. I'm talking to Faye. I'm talking to my insurance company. I filed a claim with. Shout out to USAA. Y'all are the real MVPs um co-mvps usa and autoreturn dot com um, and the, and the uh,
2: honorable mention briss
1: yeah um well again you want to give him credit for this i've given him the appropriate credit don't, don't put too much don't put too much sauce on my man's name he's trying to stay low key okay <laughs> so um i get to the the spot. i see the car car's fine No, no damage to the car. Nobody was doing anything crazy. I'm like, okay. So I go to the car to open it. I have never seen a car that was running in such disarray. And I'm Stefan Hawkins' son, who is basically living out of his car for no reason, because he had a place to live. But he kept outfits and cigarettes and everything in his car. (laughs) But I've never seen anything like this. There were clothes, both new and old, everywhere. There was a pack of Pall Mall cigarettes and a lighter. There were three cell phones. Oh, shit. It's already like strange, right? Yeah. Then I noticed the mail. There are at least 10 people's mail in my car. There are credit cards in my car. Holy shit. There are people's paychecks in my car. Wow. There are three crowbars in my car. There are multiple like suitcases and gym bags and folders. There's uh, a roll of blank checks, Holy stencils, shit. ink, uh, an art book about how to draw certain letters.
2: Oh, they're just gonna counterfeit.
1: And let's not talk about the heroin needles. No, let's talk about oh. the heroin needles. Heroin. <laughs> what? <laughs> so I see all this in the car and I'm like, yo, who the hell robbed your car? Whitney Houston got? No, I'm just kidding. I immediately called the police. Yes. And I'm like, "Hey, um I need you to meet me at my apartment. I'm going to drive this car to my apartment. I'm telling you I'm driving it there. Mm-hmm. But I need you to meet me there because there's a a fraud license plate on my car. Um There's stuff in my car that does not belong to me, and I'm not gonna get in trouble for this. So I need you to meet me. So I pull up home. The cops pull up next to me, and they look scary as shit. Like they're like in like a like a big like F three fifty, and like they're all like tatted up. And I was like, oh, like I was like, is Mexican mafia coming to get me?
0: (laughs) (laughs) They they intercepted the call. They're They're getting their shit
1: back. I was shook. Oh, but then they got out and, you know, they got the detective badge and all that. Like, they were cool. Um, So they searched the car. So they take everything out. And then they're like, okay, is this yours? Is it not? Like, he saw, like, my squat belt. He was like, this is yours. I was like, no, yeah, that's mine. So, like, there was stuff. And they just took everything out. And he was like, yo, um, yeah, you got needles in here. So I recommend getting the car cleaned as soon as we leave. I was like, that's a bet. So, yeah, they took everything out. And then I'm talking to him like, yo, so can you tell me exactly what happened? They were like, well, the only reason we can't have you press charges right now is because the guy's in the hospital. I said, what you mean? He said, we found him in the car, passed out with a needle in his arm.
2: Oh, shit. He OD'd?
1: With the car on. (laughs) Dog, like, this is nuts.
2: <laughs> what, yeah,
1: so what, so yeah, so they took him to the hospital, oh, sorry. and so then they're going to, um, yeah, they're gonna hit me when it's done, but yeah, um, I have my car back, new plates, uh, clean both inside and out. Um, so yeah, it was like a crazy three days. Wow, and it provided me with this fantastic story for the pod.
2: <laughs> wow,
1: like, what do you say? What do you say?
2: So he just passed out in the parking lot. He was just passed out and somewhere and,
1: with the car, running. and he just
2: had be passed out. And then they, they I guess, obviously they kind of knew what was happening. And they, were, they ran the plates and were like, "Oh, mm-hmm. this car's stolen too." Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Oh, that dude's cooked. Oh, he's done. But, but stencils, because, like because like I'll counterfeit s- stencils type thing. Like when you said stencils, like like
1: I'm stuff. Oh, to like make because we saw he started a couple of the checks, so he was like writing names and numbers on blank checks. Whole it was like shit. a whole thing. Like we we probably saved somebody from identity theft.
2: I'm a hero. Yes.
1: Because <laughs> yeah, it was yo. There was a lot going on in that
2: car. Any dude. pussy that is owed to Cameron, please forward it to me. Yeah,
1: Pinot will take it. Yeah. Um. So guys, thank you for bearing with us. I'm going to go drink mimosas to celebrate yes. life. Because, my goodness, what Holy. an ordeal! What? Yeah,
2: Someone um, OD in the that car is famous now. You can never get rid of that car.
1: Yeah. Um. Shout out to Shira, which is what my mom named it. Um.
2: <laughs> Did you tell your mom
1: that? <laughs> yeah, my mom knows the whole story. It's nuts. So, um, oh, guys, shit. thank you for listening this week. I hope I never have a story as crazy as the one I just told you. But just yep. a few things: um, keep your keys close. Um, mm-hmm. pay attention to your surroundings. And And don't
2: trust anybody who looks or talks like they can get a role in the movie Hostel.
1: And strippers don't love you. No. Um, South Congress Podcast, Episode 71. My name is Cameron. And I'm Tristan. And we're out.
2: Bye.